Hey, yo, bad boys. Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it is hip to be square. Tonight, we are celebrating the end of an era and the end of your HBO subscription. This is talking all about the Game of Thrones finale. All men must die. Winter is coming. Never forget what you are. The rest of the world will not. A very small man can cast a very large shadow. If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Hey, oh, bad boys. This is your host, Joe. Like I said, we're going to be talking all about the Game of Thrones finale, and I am joined by... Host Colin. Unfortunately, we're missing our other host, Mike, who we kind of talked about in our last episode is definitely the most normie when it comes to Game of Thrones, but we're happy to report normies. He has started the series, yes. but he didn't want to talk about the finale, of yeah. course. Our night watch is just ending. Mike's is just beginning. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. I mean, that's a perfect way to put it. So instead of having Mike here, of course, we got some special guests. We brought in, of course, our experts here. Cassie. Hail to the queen, baby. It's Ooh, Cassie. Happy to have you, bad girl. Thank and you. Jacob, our guest from our last episode. Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for having me. What is up, our Game of Thrones experts? Right? Spoilers. Uh, Look, we're going to be going spoiler heavy this entire episode. It is, of course, another reaction episode. We've done it with Detective Pikachu. We did it with Endgame. This is our third one here. Reactions to the end of Game of Thrones. The end of an era? Absolutely. Absolutely. The end of... Uh, event television, I would say, right? There's never going to be Not another well, moment Every like ending this. is a beginning. True. Oh, I'll see you at the water cooler, circle. Joe, talking about Riverdale next season. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. right? I'll see you west of Westeros, Colin. Ooh, on our big adventure. Yeah. So to kick things off for this episode, we're going to talk about the whole final season, which has been riddled with controversy from fans and creators alike. So why don't we dive in and talk the final season of Game of Thrones? Is all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there have been some crazy reactions. So we're here. We're talking the end of Game of Thrones, season eight. Season eight of Game of Thrones. Season eight, eight seasons, six books, seven books. What did we say they're going to end at? There's five Europe. book experts. There's five books that are currently written. The sixth book, I guess, I'm guessing the sixth book will come out one day. The seventh book remains to be will seen. Will come out one day. But do you think, so is it two books left to be written in the series? Or yes, is that but I would say open-ended? over, I mean, from base, based on everything that George R. R. Martin has said, Book six is over half done, at least. So more than 50% of it Good is Good for him. Yeah, you know. And on our first Game of Thrones years. episode, we did do predictions for when those books were going to come out. So go back and listen to that as well. Here's my here's my take. Get ready. George R. R. Martin was waiting for Game of Thrones to end, all the no, hoopla to pass. we seeing this and conspiracy then, theory now. No, no, no. It's going to come out, I think, 2020, either end of this year, sometime in 2020. And he's going to be like, you know what? This is the real continuation of the story and then the ending will be the last one but here's my question jacob when we talked about this originally on our game of thrones episode the creators were asked one question by george rr R. martin which was who ends up on the iron throne and based on their answer no that the question they asked was who are john snow's true parents oh okay never uh, mind. answer that correctly. i was totally yeah. wrong about that then but, I mean, if you want uh, my opinion on the last season, I think, well, first of all, I do think that this is very similar to how the books will end. I think George R. R. Martin gave them bullet points to follow, and they hit those bullet points. I think the execution, a lot of details might be different in the books, but I think 
generally speaking, it's this is the way the books will end. Do you think he's ducking some of this fallout, though, and that he's seeing and saying, okay, Could well, be. maybe I will make some changes here? Could be. Well, if you remember in, the, in our first Game of Thrones episode, I said I was disappointed with season seven, and I wasn't expecting a lot from season eight. And boy, ooh, bummer! <laughs> I wasn't expecting a lot, and they still let me down, as they say. Oh, so, what are you, you unhappy know. with, Jacob? Well, I have to say, I did like the finale. Uh, the couple episodes before that, I was not a big fan of, specifically the last week's episode. Um, but overall, the way they ended the way they ended the season is the best way they could have. The way the season came out. And you're not wrong. I mean, we have seen a lot of fans reacting to this season negatively up to the finale. They were unhappy with the direction it was going, as so far as even having petitions to remake the final yeah, season. That's so stupid, if you ask Absolutely. me. <laughs> I don't like when the public perception of something can go so sour that my mother, the ultimate normie of Game of Thrones, can call me and say, like, hey, I heard you Game of Thrones isn't going so well. And it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> she does. She's, yeah. she's when you read like, that, yeah, you read you know that in the paper. Complain about it all you want. Critique it, whatever. Don't do these petitions. Like, that's not how art works. It's not a democracy. Make your own stories if you want oh, a different I'm going to be laughing when I watch my Snyder Cut. <laughs> uh, Jacob, I've never agreed with you more than that. Uh, this is the, the high horse I want to get on for this episode. I hate fans more oh. than anything. I think the the idea of people wanting a remake of this season or a remake of The Last Jedi, yeah. the, like people are becoming so entitled to their art because it's immediate reaction wise. Absolutely. Do you think that's going to affect George R. R. Martin when he writes these last books is seeing the reaction people have had to this season? I don't think he'll change what he was planning to do necessarily but i do like i said i think he'll hit the same bullet points but i'm assuming the execution of it will be better than the show because he's a better writer than benny and weiss in my opinion oh okay yeah i mean i guess i would hope so too uh how about you guys cassie what is your reaction just just the final season in general like is it wrapping up how you wanted it to game of thrones i love brand's little one-liners he's a cutie um you know, he's Professor X, as Jacob yeah, said. Exactly. And, you know, I'm glad Sansa retained her independence. Um, Queen of the North, Queen of the North. Uh, eh. I'm glad Arya is going west of Westeros. I think that's yeah. probably the most interesting take out of, you know, the end of the Wars of Man is that Arya is going to go exploring. And who better to go travel the world than right. the most skilled fighter of them all like she's not staying to be a fucking god of war she's like you know she's above Still that she's above it. you know what's been made in westeros she wants right. to look beyond well she doesn't really have a home anymore she's like she doesn't feel yeah. at home at winterfell she wants to go you know john's going away lands, he's yeah. not even the king she might have yeah. stayed if john was the king but he's not right. so i have to say i didn't i mean i like kind of San sansa's ending it didn't really make sense why. So Bran Stark is the new king. So why would the North want to be independent? And it's always call been Santa so. Stark? Yeah, it's always been so. So she wants to retain that. Right, but that. it's like she could be warden in the North. Like, it, doesn't it seem a little bit like that Sansa's ego of like, well, yeah, if I'm like, not going to be queen, the North will remain independent. Right. I mean, but I all think of a sudden, the North is Dorne. I mean, that was their whole case back in the day, yeah. right? Is well, Dorne was always a, a separate... Well, they were called prince instead of lord because they never officially kneeled 
during the conquering of Westeros, if you really want to get into it, but eventually they join the kingdom through marriage instead. So they're called princes, but they're still not called kings. And that is the niche to Normie of it, Jacob. I mean, we do really yeah. want to get into it. That's what we're presenting people, right? The Normie is, you watch the finale, you liked it or you didn't like it. The niche is, Jacob read the books and Jacob knows what should happen. Yeah, I guess. I think there's something really interesting about that from like a foreign politics standpoint mm-hmm. in terms of like current politics is like, you know, what is separate but equal mean, you know, in light of what's happened to Puerto Rico, like maybe if they were a full state, maybe they would have got more help. What does that mean? Yeah, well, maybe if we had a better president, they would have got more help. All right. Oh, wow. um, yeah, I mean, I think it is it is kind of funny when Sam proposes basically democracy and all the high lords just kind of laugh at him and say, yeah, right, that's not happening. So there's still going to be, you know, class classes. It's an old Yeah. And when we dive more into this episode specifically, I want to talk about the tonal shifts. But for now, just talking season-wise, are you happy with the the arcs that our characters took? Are you happy no. with where they went? See, you're talking about arcs of characters. I will say the arc of the show. Joe, here's just what I kind of didn't like about it as the resident pervert of this podcast. <laughs> um, look at how Game of Thrones became big enough to be game of thrones and when that eventually happens of course it's no longer just the weird little tiny show that's on tv regardless of budget so when something gets the ire in the eye of everybody you can't do the outlandish stuff you normalize you normalize right so we lost all sex this season. We saw a pair of tits when Braun was having a, a three-way. Arya had a sex scene. Arya, had, we saw Arya's tiny tasteful. little butt. It was very tasteful. Very tasteful. But you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like what Game of Thrones used to be known for was kind of tossed to the side so that we could instead say, well, everybody's watching it. So like, let's make it what it could be instead of what it is. Exactly. I felt like it was like, let's do tasteful sex scenes with our main characters instead of gratuitous scenes. Like Gratuitous the scenes, past. the first season was just butt fucking. I mean, it, well, there was nothing, you know, lovely about it. It was like, let's fucking fuck. I don't know if I go that far to say that they're hiding the sexuality and stuff, but I, I do think you have a I good I think point. they're just hiding the pervertness of all of it. Not even the sexuality, know, the little Colin, dirty secret. Like, I hate that. Cersei and Jamie died together. That's yes. very romantic yeah. for an incestuous sibling yeah. romance. I really hate that. Well, I, I think you have that. a point in that um, the show got too big for its own good, and the bigger it got, the more the less good it got because it was more beholden to fan expectations. And when it was just a small, like first second second season, barely anyone was watching it. They had almost no budget, but they were able to tell the story how they wanted to. Now you get a million fans signing a petition because they're not happy. Oh, and it's God. like, you know. It doesn't matter that you're not happy. It's not your story. Yeah. It's the creator's story. But as far as character arcs, I do think several of them, um, I, I, I was felt a little disappointed with how they went this season. Specifically Daenerys, Jamie, uh, Brienne. I would even add Cersei to that list. Cersei, yeah. I mean. I feel like character arcs were abandoned under the guise of the show is ending. It, to me, it had yeah. this entire season had the the syndrome that a lot of TV shows go through where the characters knew this was the last season. Mm-hmm. So we had to wrap up things in a pretty little bow that don't feel natural for the characters. Well, and honestly, I don't want to blame, you know, I don't want to throw much too much blame around, but I think the showrunners, HBO wanted 10 episodes last season and this season. They wanted to go 10 seasons. 
Benioff and Weiss said, no, we can wrap it up in six episodes this season, seven last. We want to move on. We're done with this. They, oh, I didn't know It's this. so clear that they're yeah. over this now, and they just wanted to wrap it up as quickly oh, as They're possible. getting offers from Disney. They yeah, they're doing Star Wars yeah. next. Thank yeah. you Yeah, very over much. this. The guys at the end of the making of episodes who go, well, you know, in this <laughs> episode. It's clear they've really <laughs> yeah. lost the passion. Wilting in their chairs. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's beyond offers at this point. I mean, we, we know for a fact that in 2022, the next Star Wars movie is going to be made by these guys. Yeah. So... They are so they have already all the, beyond. Can, I hit, can I hit pause on that real quick? So is this the future of like just all media? So if you get the biggest show on a streaming service, are we going to see Star Wars brought to you by the Duffer Brothers at some point? Absolutely, a hundred percent. Please. Yeah. The streaming services and television have become auditions for franchises because every movie that's released is a franchise even right. something like wow. john wick i love that joe like john wick was a great standalone action movie that is now three chapters deep going to have a fourth that's right and don't get me wrong i like those movies but i think there's a problem in making everything a franchise and yeah. having these other mediums sort of serve as an audition process no but well, i'm because- a showrunner joe i'm really good at you know the teen drama girls and when i take over the tomb raider franchise i need to be thinking about four films worth of content yeah. yes See, that's uh, a, a change in the landscape of, of filmmaking in general. Well, I think it's been happening. It's been a slow slide into this for, for decades almost. I mean, familiarity sh- sells. You know, everything's a remake or an origin story or a sequel. And that's just, you know, the, the landscape that we live in, right? I mean, tie it back to the MCU, right? You have the ending of Endgame being 22 movies. That's kind of like Game of Thrones, where you have this season, this 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 decade of content right. building to an ending. But it's not like they're going to end the MCU; like they're still going. Like New Spider Man's going to continue on. So it's just oh, HBO on. ain't ever Ad ended Infinity. Game of Thrones, baby. From the oh yeah, of and we know that there spin-offs, are prequels. What was it, Jacob? You would know better than me, but like six there spinoffs. Was, yeah, that there were was five contested. that were being developed all at the same time not necessarily to all get picked up but just the best one or two will get picked up one of them has already been picked up it's going to have naomi watts it's going to be set thousands of years in the past um so it's, it's called of the it, old it's Republic. called blood moon I, I believe it's called blood moon where did we hear that that's Whoa. an old uh, yeah. normies like us throwback I it's taking shocked. place thousands Bloodborne. of years in the in the past in the age of heroes and it's it's should be interesting but who knows if it'll be you know good or not no everybody's betting on golden compass instead <laughs> i don't know good luck hbo watchmen you know or more barry yeah <laughs> but i think um if i could just say one thing i think the the biggest problem with this season and last season as well is originally game of thrones was a show where things happen to the characters the characters react to the situation around them and then their those characters actions have consequences and that shapes the story this season has been this character needs to do this for the plot to move forward. So now that we know that, let's work backwards and try to figure out what the motivations would be. Well, yeah, like Joe said, summer breaks on the horizon. We all got college to go to. And it really yeah. feels that way. So as we're talking about the season here, I mean, final thoughts on the season before we dive into just the finale itself. I mean, again, we haven't recorded this podcast since the Night King has been killed. You know, I, I want to hear That's everybody's right. reaction to that. I I pitched to you guys off pod that everybody had said, 
well, you know, it's important that the magic ends and that Game of Thrones gets down to the human conflict. I don't know, man. I don't know. I would take the hero story, thank you, Cassie, of the reverse of it, where it's literally, let's wrap up King's Landing, let's wrap up all this, but let's make the the Night King the big bad because I want the payoff of good versus evil. Well, Colin, you're entirely right from my perspective. What drew me into this show was the supernatural elements on top of the human conflict. When you eliminate one of those and just have the other, whether it be the human conflict or the supernatural, it kind of loses what made it so special to begin with. Oh, Supernatural, one of the people, one of the key characters in that conflict, a little girl named Arya Stark, has the ability to change her face. Would you know that yeah. from this season? Absolutely not. Why didn't she change her face to do that to kill once. Cersei? But I did like that she was the one to kill the Night King. I, I will admit... The structure of the season and having the Night King die in episode three, halfway through, was a little strange. I'm assuming the books that was will an do executive it a little choice. differently. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. They were like, yeah. no, we need to rein him in. You need to do that sooner. No, I think I the books will that, definitely, Cassie. although the books will be similar, I think they will be differently structured and it will make more sense. But Jacob- that conflict expanding is what really would have mattered to me. I would have liked to see the Night King and the burning of the Iron Throne take place in the same episode. Ooh, I love that. I would that. have wanted right. a finale of but all of it. But how could really, I mean, think about how would they have done that. Cersei would not help them. So you have these two threats. So do you take care of Cersei, Cersei first? Cersei's so useless. We could have killed her immediately. People would have been thrilled. Yeah. And it would have been way more shocking. Right. I Here's, like, here's my big question. <laughs> I guess of what it comes down to is, it's like, I'm, I'm just so flabbergasted. I am. I'm just yeah. broken down because I know how you feel. It's just it's it's such a strange reaction because it's like like I said, you're so interested in the magical elements, the human elements, the combative elements of all that coming together, and I just feel like there's so many characters who like. Again, I don't want to talk about this most recent episode yet, but we're mourning the loss of a princess. I've seen a bunch of people on this show come back from the dead yeah. a thousand times. Why does Lady What are the stakes, I guess? Season, yeah. Because once you end the whole the world killer, the Terminator itself that was coming yeah. to kill humanity, with everybody else, I'm like, fucking boo-hoo, wah, wah. And I understand matter. that, yeah, exactly, that maybe that's the point of the show is, well, combat breeds other combat, and it's just led to this horrible thing, and none of it matters. But by the end, it's like, that guy's betrayed that person, she's betrayed that person 30 times, they love each other, they've hated each other. Like, everybody just get over it. Yeah, by the time you get to the end, it doesn't feel like it matters, is the real issue I had. Well, I mean, certain people understood that, like, I think Tyrion and Jon Snow, Daenerys did not understand that, and that's why... She lost the game. ...had to happen the way they happened. Mm. And that's the other thing is how would you structure the Night King because you have to have that plot point of Daenerys burns King's Landing and then gets killed for it. And that goes back to what you were saying is this season the plot served the show instead of the characters serving the show. And the novel will be the one that services the grand story of dot 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 because there's so much lure or lore and, you know, mythos of the world that like like, you're saying you like Arya killing the Night King. Totally cool. I love that. But shouldn't there be a conversation in the world that says, oh, you're Azora High. You're the prince that's promised then, I guess, yeah. because obviously this whole story was about who is the Lord of Light, who will vanquish the Night King, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't get any answers well, like that. Well, all of that I think will be of way more importance in the books. I think 
the show owners totally gave up on. They're like, the audience doesn't care about that. We don't care about that. We're going to keep it vague. And I think the hardcore fans aren't going to like that. I, I don't like that. But I think that's it's another reason, you know, the show got so big that it had to almost kind of dumb itself down not to be like too pretentious or anything. But I just think it got the world got way smaller than it was in the first couple it did seasons. it feels like and it shrunk yeah it couldn't be so niche because it became so normal yeah and so they had to wrap it up in a way that made sense but they really didn't go too in depth i mean john snow gets brought back to life why to not not to kill the night king but to kind of i don't know just help to Arya propel to the story forward not even does he not kill the night king i'm fine and i like Arya killing the night king but the fact that John never battles the Night King yeah. kills me. He should have had a duel. They had the moment in Hardhome where they lock eyes. The yeah. Night King yeah. basically says, I will Bring be it. the end all of to you. Exactly. And John is like, wow, what a face off we're going to have one day. I mean, I mean, it truly would be like if the final duel between Luke Vader or Luke and Vader was like, we'll see you later. And then Luke fights Jango Fett all of a sudden out of nowhere. You'd be like, where's the 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 fight? It wouldn't make any sense. The big moment that Jon Snow had was to face down the undead dragon and just scream at it right before it, it. you know, yeah. gets turned back Yo, into dead. That scream killed the dragon. <laughs> yeah, in my mind it did. Um, but no, I, I did like that Arya was the one to kill. I think her, if there's one character that the show did do justice to her arc, it was Arya. Arya and Sansa, I think, uh, and possibly Jon Snow too, but Daenerys, Jaime, Cersei, Bran had almost nothing to do. Give us a little talk. What didn't you like about the Jamie stuff? Because I would agree with you. Yeah, I think he is the most disserviced character absolutely. in that you see an entire eight seasons redemptive arc of like, wow, I've gone from being the biggest piece of shit to a good guy for the yeah. last episode to be like, yeah, scumbag's always a scumbag. <laughs> know what I mean? Like, essentially has a one night stand with Brienne yeah. and it's just like, all right, peace. Oh, goes and back. I hate that, like, Brienne is hanging on to it. Yeah. Like, wh- yeah. why? They ruined her why character, too. She's the, her, one of the last scenes we see Brienne, or the last one that's really important to her, is her crying as Jamie's leaving. It's like, that's not what her character was about. Not no. at all. And it never no, would be. Thank you. I absolutely agree with that, guys. Wildling. Yeah, she should have gone with Tormund, but Agreed. she chose Jamie over Tormund. I don't know. Okay, big generals. Did your favorite character make it out? I'll say, my favorite character, Brienne, did. For all the death pools, you guys said, well, the Battle of Winterfell, she's fucking dead. And then I after that, I was so, like, yeah. oh, okay, Battle of King's Landing, she's fucking dead. No, I man. Grey Worm would be dead. But favorite characters, well, who was your guys' throughout the whole uh, series, Arya. and did they make it out? I mean, my really, my two favorites are Arya and Daenerys, and obviously, one of them made it out and had a great ending. Yeah, yeah Daenerys. Daenerys is the queen. There, yeah, but I mean, I think they're 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 similar. I I don't like what they did with Daenerys this season. I think it's bullet point what's going to happen in the books, but the motivations is so weak for her to, like, she okay. You can say that she's always been a strong leader who's not afraid to to burn her enemies, mm-hmm. but she's never burned innocent people she's always gone out of her way not to do that she's killed slave owners she's killed bad people but she doesn't kill innocent civilians until now and she had no reason to she was Mm -hmm. mad at cersei all she had to do was fly over to the castle burn cersei and the entire city would surrender can i can i ask you a niche question real quick as our book guy uh in that burning does Flea Bottom also burn? Is it attached to King's Landing? Like, would it have gone yeah, up with is, all of is that? Yeah, Flea Bottom is basically the slum of Ah, uh, all right. I'm on your guys' side, then. 
not everyone in the city is That's dead, fair. but I'm I'm assuming at least maybe half the population of the city is. Sure. I mean, dead. based on people's reactions, it seems like a good portion of the city is dead. Yeah, and that was never. You can. I mean, people can argue this all they want. Did the Daenerys that was portrayed in seasons one through six basically would never have done this. And if they wanted to oh, motivate I can't that, believe they, you've done this. <laughs> they could have breaker of chains, but it was just too rushed. Mother of dragons. Where yeah. are my dragons? I would have <laughs> liked to see her descend into madness in more than thirty seconds. Yeah, two episodes ago, she was saving all of humanity from an evil, you know, force, a supernatural force, and now two episodes later, she's burning a city full of innocent people. It's not my problem. Is not that they went that way. It's the execution and the rushed. I like that they went that way. I don't like how it was executed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mad Queen Daenerys. Um, I guess she was the person I wanted it to end on. Right, that she would be the ruler of it all. And looking back on it, did they leave enough breadcrumbs that it is super obvious that no, that lady, that maniac, could have never sat on the throne? No, I thought they portrayed her as a really good leader for a lot of it. And people say she burned the Tarleys, but literally every king and stuff. When if you don't, Ned Stark executes people if they in don't the play first episode yeah. kills that guy it's yeah. not like he's like well okay i but because get it. she's burning them instead of cutting their heads off that's somehow worse i don't i mean they refuse to kneel that's how it worked that's how it's always worked in game of thrones well and that to me when she when she did that it felt like okay she's willing to make the tough calls exactly and i was very pro that like yeah. No, it doesn't matter. But even since then, I mean, guy. Tyrion, it, that made Tyrion kind of ha- waver in his belief of her. But Tyrion's seen kings do that shit before. I didn't like it. I didn't it like seems it. convenient and rushed. Is exactly. The issue. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying again, where it seems like a lot of people's decisions that they've put up with so much crap for eight seasons. For how many ever actual in-universe years? That I, I believe I they started know. filming a decade ago. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, but how much actual continuity time passes? I have absolutely no idea. Four or five years, I would imagine. It's, it's shorter in the books because they had to, I mean, deal with the actors aging, aging up all the young but, little star um, kids. Yeah, and I mean, all the from season one, they're all the kids are like three years older than they are in the books. I mean, Daenerys is like thirteen in the beginning That's of the books. That's what I was saying. Like when she was taking over and having her, you know, it would have been a little more frightening if she were younger. If she and was it, a maniac, thirteen-year-old, you're right. Yeah, like. Because they are little thirteen-year-old girls. Temper are tantrum. Very scary. Right. Yeah, and, and you can't say that it's not the show willing to do that because we saw that. I mean, we saw a little girl fight a giant and get right. crushed to death. But I mean, they oh, can't God. stop Amelia Clark from aging, right? Oh, by the way, I thought Amelia Clark was great in the finale. Like she acted the like people. Some people don't like her acting. I thought she acted the hell out of that episode. I mean, the, the little amount that she was in it, anyways. Yeah, she dies pretty early on. Yeah, I would agree. I mean her. And we're talking about the finale here. So why don't we just dive in and talk all about the final episode, the end of the era, the finale of Game of Thrones. We're back. We're talking the final episode of Game of Thrones, and here it is, the last episode, guys. Uh, thoughts? Just general thoughts? I thought the finale was better than the two episodes that was before it, and I thought it was a decent way to end it in the most 
logical way they could have with the way the season went. Mm. Cassie. I don't care. Didn't hit you. <laughs> I don't care. It's what I'm glad it's over. Um, sounds like there might be a Red Witch show. That'd be cool. More witch shows, please. That's what I have to say. What I like happened? that. I like the real I lady. hate that she left so soon. She was like, you know, this is going to be boring, so I'm actually going to leave kind of early. Oh, she showed up for 10 seconds yeah, at the end. Yeah, she was there, like, yeah. you know, this is actually going to kind of like flatline after a certain point, so I'm going to leave by. Hope she gets her own show. Joe, final thoughts, Game of Thrones. Uh, the final episode was one of my favorites of this season, but that doesn't say much because I feel like the show peaked a couple years ago. Wow. Okay, I'll say right here, guys. I'm shocked you guys all love it. To me, just our reactions of all watching it together, didn't the entire episode just feel like even the dialogue itself didn't matter as much as the stoic moments of people just coming together while blaring a score just played over it? Oh, it was very like... This is the end. Yeah, these, these isn't this epic? Yeah, so. boy, I was not feeling the weight of any of that. Yeah. But again, that's the problem of the whole season is that all these characters have the show is ending syndrome. Right. You know, they all know. So let's get fucking, what, six minutes of Tyrion just looking? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how moving much? the chair. Oh, my God. That was yeah. wild. That so was gratuitous. The, honestly, the showrunners have gotten a little full of their own like self-importance and are just like oh everyone's gonna want to watch Tyrion slowly adjust these chairs for three minutes Calm was like is it paused did you guys pause it did someone have to go yeah. to the bathroom yeah, yeah I thought it was no, that's the thing it's like real I would have wanted more episodes this season but I also wanted more things happening I don't want these long freaking shots of nothingness I will say as we're complaining about it though there are some gorgeous shots absolutely absolutely uh the wings of the dragon oh. coming behind Daenerys. Such a great... That was like, awesome. She's like the fucking Bat Queen. You know what I mean? Like It Bat makes queen. her look like queen. a monster, which I thought was pretty cool. That was so cool. Y'all yeah. keep saying Daenerys. Isn't it Daenerys? Daenerys, Daenerys. I don't know. You can say it anyway. Danny. Yeah, who knows? They called her Danny <laughs> they so They called her casually. Danny. You, someone asked, like, oh, they call her that before? I don't think they have. Well, Jon Snow has always called Jon her Jon Snow has, but when Tyrion called her Danny, I was like, oh, is that just him, like, throwing shade? Is I don't that think the Tyrion's first time? really said her name that often. That's why it may have been mm. weird. It felt a little weird to me, because it felt like all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, are you guys Game of Thrones fans in the episode of Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> or you mean when, when Samwell puts it? the book down and says, Oh, here's the new book, A Song okay. of Ice and so, Fire. This is a Let's moment talk that about I gotta talk that about real quick. Uh, I made predictions the entire series where I was like, of course it's gonna be Tyrion who writes it and sort of tells it all at the end. So it was, uh, Sam was saying it was it was I the other maester. Yeah, and it was foreshadowed a little bit when, when Sam is at the, um, whatever that, the Tower of the Maesters, I forget what it's called, but he's talking to the maester and he says, I'm writing this book or whatever. And Sam's like, make it more poetic. And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like a season ago. But was that, is that the, uh, is that, what's his name from Harry Potter? The, yes, oh, yes, okay. Yes. Thank God. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was really trying to think about uh-huh. that. Um, yeah. Interesting payoff, right? <laughs> I don't know. Is it a song of fire and ice? Uh, like he said, it's, Tyrion, you're not even mentioned in it. It's like, what is this? <laughs> what do you scene? mean Tyrion's not mentioned? He's like one of the main characters. Yeah. Well, and again, that just felt like one of the weird tonal it's shifts. It's just a silly joke. There it was just seems so silly. Um, one-liners that felt so weird to me. When Edmure Tully, the uncle of the Starks, um, stands up and has that weird moment. It's like, <laughs> well, we <laughs> got to show that this guy's an idiot. Yeah, you yeah. Shut up. No, you this don't. This episode was really strange. Yeah, the very strange. This guy, remember the breastfeeding kid? Let's see him Yo, again. Yo, breastfeeding kid. 
Why they bring him back? <laughs> Why did Don't they? make me see him. There are so many random people who were just like, and remember? Remember yeah. how you like Game of yeah. Thrones? Remember no, Red Wedding? Right. And it's like some of the things they they chose to waste time on were so baffling to me. And it's like you're having these long shots. You're having these weird comedic scenes. <laughs> But you're not having like more the meat of the story. I mean, there's so much, you know. No, no, no. I've been in this since day one to see if uh, Grey Worm (laughs) is going to cross the sea again. Oh, cool. Yeah, Grey Worm went from being one of my favorite characters to one of my least favorite characters over the course of this season. Because by the end of it, I'm just like, fuck you. You don't think about it. The only thing that he loved in the world was taken from him. Yeah. That's the only thing he ever cared about. Yeah, very strange. Sandy and then Daenerys. And it's like. What else does he have to live for? Of course he's... But he gets no, like, retribution to it. I mean, it's literally, like, the last shot we see of him is him watching John leave. Yeah. Jacob, three characters, real quick, as our book expert again, that I just want to ask you, because we saw these three characters get payoff in the story, where I thought they were very minor, and I just want to ask you flat out, are they book characters? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Braun of Blackwater. Bron is, but he's not nearly as important. Bron is a book character, a character named Bron. He's a cell sword. I mean, it's yeah, truly he, wow, wow. But okay. after like season three, he doesn't have as much to do, and they he was so popular in the show that the showrunners kept making up new things for him. Insane. Tormund Giantsbane. Tormund, yeah, he's in the book. Tormund's a book character, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. I thought for sure he was a fantasy just dreamt up. Yeah. And we get him what in the last him? shot of the show as if yeah. it's all been about Tormund Giantsbane. Again, it he's sure not is. nearly as, as, sure as focused on as he him. is in the show. But pr- like pretty much everyone in the show is in Podrick? the books. In Podrick's a character Podrick's as well. In the, in wow. the books. Euron is in the books, but he, Euron, is pro- Euron Greyjoy is probably the most disservice character in the whole show because nobody fucking likes game uh show you're on right but book you're on is so cool and so badass one of the coolest villains in the book what makes you say that oh he's just a totally different character a name aside he's an, a completely different character i think it's funny colin you brought it up like i would have thought that he was just a character for us to like personify the wildlings Ex- right? well and we're talking about those my last one if i can just hit you real quick yeah gray worm is he a yeah. a real character? I would have, again, just <laughs> yeah. thought this is somebody we're just like you're saying, Joe. He's the leader of the Unsullied. Somebody has to be the leader of the Unsullied for conversations. No, I would say every character that was in the finale is in the books. Wow. Yeah. So, readers, you're going to be out there being like, I can't wait for book seven to see what happens to Grey Worm. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's not great. <laughs> well, and I mean, some of those characters might be have different fates in the books but i think very broad bullet points it will be the same in the books and do you think so you think the ending will be the same it'll be bran the broken bran the broken bran the broken i wonder if bran's like are we are we set on that name i mean i see all and i will not be called that (laughs) so like i don't know like we don't get enough raveny stuff well that's the thing it's like Bran is the most logical choice to be the leader because he is all-knowing, but they gave him shit all to do in this season, so who, who even gives a... F- who, who cares about Bran? We were all shocked because uh, we thought we heard a car in the middle of this series <laughs> because we heard some horns That's honking right. in the middle of it. Bran is like, in this medieval times, if there literally was an Apple II in the corner, a computer, and everybody was like, we don't know what that does. It's <laughs> like, well, just turn it on and use it, but yeah. it, it doesn't mean right. anything. So at the end, the fact that they're like, okay, let's all raise our hands and vote in. Is Johnny Five from Short Circuit a person? <laughs> I guess he is. <laughs> and then he's the king? 
Oh, I had a real problem. Every with time that. I felt like the the characters were trying to have moments with him, right? Like when Jon Snow at the end, like one of the final scenes. You're my brother. Can we king. just have a moment? Yeah, and right. he's just like, "I'm sorry, I let you down." And his reaction is looking off, despondent, and being like, "You were where you needed to be." Well, and I think that's a combination of the direction that he was given is just be stoic and emotionless. And then also, I don't think that kid is the greatest actor oh, in the God. show. <laughs> I, 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 that kid is just like nothing. He's yeah. a blank slate. Yeah. But I think part of it is the direction he was though. given is just you be emotionless. Know. You're above it all. But it's like, that doesn't really work when you're trying to have emotional beats with other characters. No, you have Jack Gleason who's having so much fun as Joffrey the entire series. Oh, yeah, and then great. you have this little kid who's like, Hodor, pick me up. Hodor, put me down. Oh, my personality is disappearing. Yeah. It's like, oh, But I think God. in terms of Arya and Sansa, they did a good job of casting them when they were very young. And they turned out yes. to be good enough actors. Uh, Sansa, I don't think, is a, an amazing actor. Right. I, mean, I don't think that she'll be very good in x-men but rude <laughs> we're talking all about rude. x-men on our, our game of thrones podcast rude yeah. rude 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 really clark's rude, rude. a better actress than sophie turner but rude wrong she should have been phoenix john snow i mean kit harrington not an amazing actor rude. I, think, I think Tyrion. i think lena hetty um peter dinklage amelia clark jamie i don't know those peter are the good dinklage. actors of the show. he can falter sometimes yeah. he has so much to do with putting that accent on he has so much to do in carrying the fucking He's the show. only American in the entire cast. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Did I we see like the Lannister faces at the end that he dug up? Did we yeah. get yes, to actually we, see we their faces? Wow. So like, siblings did. That's the other thing is is going into the finale, I was like, there's no way Jamie and, and Cersei are really dead. We're going to see his golden hand like shred her out and he kept them oh, alive wish. somehow. Oh, I but thought no. they would be dead. I did not think they would be dead. I that think just it's seems kind like of a such lame... a bad ending yeah, for those characters. Well, we're, you know, again, I'm talking so much about the myth and the legends. Weren't there all these things in story of like Cersei will be betrayed by her brother and yes. killed by his hand? Did any of that pay off? Technically, no, right? Oh, her hand you is say the maybe thing that crushed her skull. Let her <laughs> yeah. down there. But basically, sure. she when she was a kid, Cersei went to a, a sort of site, like a future seer witch lady. And who told his name her, is like Molly the Mad or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Who told her Maggie the the Frog or something? Maggie the Frog. Oh, I wish. <laughs> and she told Cersei that all her children would die before her, which is true, and that she would be killed by the hand of her brother. Mm. She always assumed that was Tyrion. I guess you could say Jamie leading her down into the dungeons killed her, but it's pretty weak. That's a weak payoff, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Cersei got almost nothing to do this entire season she would just stare out the window glowering and i thought there wine. would be elephants she's a reactor yeah, those she's elephants not an really actor, would okay um and yeah. it's like she was like that's not the like cersei she's not the smartest character but she's she's not so in denial that she's just gonna stand there while the dragon burns her whole city and be yeah. Like, yeah oh I'm jacob i don't know if you know this no one's ever took it the red keep so <laughs> right. uh, i heard it like five or six times in the episode before this <laughs> I think uh, Kyburn uh, had maybe the best uh, uh, death scene, though. We're the, cutting the back. Just, yeah, <laughs> during that. But no, I'm asking. I love it. Yeah. We're cutting back a little. What did you guys think of the mountain fight? The Clegane Bowl? I mean, was it a great payoff? I wanted to say be- most beautiful fight in the series, in my opinion. My favorite fight in yeah. the series. I thought it was good. I didn't... I think... I would have preferred if if Sander Clegane, the Hound, had a different ending to his, his arc. I think his whole arc is that he needs to move past 
wanting to kill his brother and just be a peaceful guy. Yeah, and it's interesting that he says that to Arya, and I guess that's the reason she does go west at the end. Right. I don't know. No, it's interesting what you say. He's the guy who was scared of fire his entire life, and he dies pushing his brother into dragon fire as yeah. they both burn up. It's like, whoa. My problem is the mountain's not really the mountain at that point. He's an, he's like basically an undead zombie. So is it really him fighting his brother? It's just him fighting a, a corpse, essentially. So it doesn't have the same emotional payoff as, as it would if it was actually his living brother. See, I disagree a little bit, because he does knock the helmet off. If the helmet yeah, would have stayed on the whole time, I would agree with you. Undead Darth vader <laughs> exactly yeah but like even with him i mean we see brienne like wear similar armor at the end yeah. and it is almost like oh well, that's the king's guard armor yeah but the mountain at the end was no i get the, what you're saying joe yeah. the whole series is ooh, isn't it strange how life is a circle and you're right. like wow yeah i guess so yeah and well and you know the hound the how he got burned on his face is his brother held his face into the fire for breaking one of his toys when he was a mm-hmm. kid. So No, I'm on your opinion, Jacob. If I was mad at my dad for not picking me up after school, I wouldn't beat <laughs> up his car. You know, that doesn't yeah. that doesn't do anything. Right. And but I mean it wasn't the worst I mean it was one of the better write offs for for a character in the show, so I did I did like that. Um and he's just like, you know, why won't you fucking die? That was good. Well that's like such an aside to the grand story of it all, which maybe that is the the problem with ending game of thrones is that by the time we get to the finale there's only so much time you have to wrap up so many characters and maybe that's why we feel dissatisfied with some of these endings well again hbo wanted 10 episodes a season they wanted to do 10 seasons benny off and weiss said no thanks we're done we have senioritis we we're sick of this show basically that's what it feels like to me we want to we got a star wars movie to write man we're on the the star wars coming (laughs) And it felt so rushed and so obvious that they were over the show. That's probably the worst thing about this season and last season, in my opinion. Okay, well, how do you think the show itself will stand the test of time? Oh, I think it will stand the test of time. I think, I mean, especially seasons one through four, classic TV, and they'll always be remembered that way. And not every classic TV show has a great ending. Um, Most don't. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. To end it's very show. hard to end, and especially such a sprawling, complex show as Game of Thrones. It's hard to satisfyingly conclude it. Yeah, it was strange uh, though that uh, it ended that they they let Jesse go. You know that uh, that John was going to keep cooking meth. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no, no. Breaking Bad. Uh, I would agree with you, Jacob. At the end of the day, I'm always going to be satisfied with this because I'm already thinking of rewatches of. Well, shit, I know if I just watch season one, two, three, I'm going to be pretty happy with the Joffrey storyline. You know, Robert Baratheon's always going to be there as the king. I can always check in with individual characters that I haven't seen in fucking five seasons at certain points. Right. There's so many epic storylines that by the time I do a rewatch, it's all going to feel fresh again, which I appreciate. Absolutely. I mean, I've watched seasons at least like one through six, like three times over but oh wow obron mattels is still out there he's dead to all of us but he's still out there if i rewatch those seasons the red viper is there exactly yeah and i like that in the finale they just remember that dorne is still a place and then you get the new prince of dorne who has no lines nameless character yeah (laughs) wonderful great writing all these people in yeah that's what i mean about the world just felt so much smaller it felt like it was these 10 characters and that's all the characters on this freaking continent but 
that's you know but they want you to feel satisfied with that last king's meeting of here's some of these characters would you have ever guessed that they'd be the most important people in the city (laughs) hey you gotta feel satisfied this show has two minutes left say goodbye to (laughs) bran lord of high garden and you're like oh yeah i guess this is the last time i'll ever see bran like oh goodbye I know that's what it felt like to me. It really felt like the door shutting at a party as you're still trying to say goodbye to everybody. Right. Well, there's so many times I at the end of the episode that I thought it was ending and then it kept going. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I thought I started clapping and I was like, no, no, we're still going. Okay. <laughs> Just keep going. I like the Batman esque suit up. That was end, probably that was cool. my favorite part of the episode that montage of the Stark siblings and cousin in Jon Snow's case getting ready to move on with their life. And that was probably my favorite part. Except the king, Bran the Broken, who we just don't see at the end. Yeah, yes. The story of A Fire and Ice, as it ends, is really the story of the Stark children, but really it's the story of the Stark children you like. I was even trying to think, like, Jacob, my question is, like, in the layout of it, Arya is older than Bran, correct? But yes. Bran Rickon was the youngest. Rickon was the youngest. Bran okay. was second youngest. Okay, so yeah, it, it would make sense that Sansa would be queen of the North. She would have inherited that title. Sansa is the oldest living Stark. Okay. Yes. Okay. And technically, yeah, I don't know. Jon Snow is half Stark, half Targaryen. Right. And he is going back to the Night's Watch where he wanted to be all along. But here's my question. What is the point of the Night's Watch now? The Wildlings are friends. There's no zombies. There's no White Walkers. Yeah. So what are the Night's Watch doing now? And that's why, I mean, I think they pitched it as like, this is a prison sentence you have to serve out now. You got to go yeah. up north to just like be out of the way so just, the Unsullied are happy. Yeah, you got to live in the snow, which I would not love. <laughs> yeah. But um, he's done that all his life yet. The mm-hmm. end of, he has, you're right. The end of season two where we see, I think it's the end of season two, where we see the Night King turn a baby into a other, right? Correct. Uh-huh. Uh, season two or three. Yeah, something like so. that. Mm-hmm. That was in an area, right? Like a like I remember a bunch of like ice spires and stuff yeah, like that. that. So technically, north, he would have a castle out there that they could a go explore, yeah, to yeah. check. You know, obviously yeah. he's got some loose ends of like well, I'm gonna go up there and like fucking poke around and maybe kill some giants that yeah. are left. Honestly, I would have liked a teaser at the end of some other kind of supernatural force rising in the north and. That's what we go out on, just some kind of maybe new new Night King or something like Somebody, that. Cassie, I think you said it here, the Night Queen. That was right. Me. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry to yeah. Joe that uh, maybe Danny would rise up and have some blue eyes at the end there. I, I would have really bought that. That is dude. something I would have really liked to see is is the dragon taking her to the north. But and who would have turned again? Her? Like who would I there's so it much matter. It's the there's point so is that much magic herself. in yeah. Game of Thrones that I feel like at the end they were like, well, don't look at that, don't look at that. <laughs> that right, yeah. I have questions about that. I don't of need course, an answer yeah. because it could have been anything. So I don't know. I wish they would have acknowledged that stuff more. Yeah, more magic in the final season is really my biggest takeaway. Yeah. Well, if you're unhappy with the season, I would say wait a decade when book seven comes out right and then and then read that and we'll get our no, real no i don't i don't want you to tell my children to look forward to the last book that's what i'm worried about jacob well i think um i'm hoping that george R. R. martin will be able to finish the series and we'll get the proper ending that everyone wanted and you know maybe people will still be unhappy with it but i think it'll be better than the show and normies who have enjoyed the show then you can dive into the niche and go back and read the books as they're actually ending i would say if you if you like the show right now and you want it and you haven't read the books read the books get them on audiobook if you don't like to read words but they're great and they're so much better than the show as much as i like the show the books are better so check them out 
just final thoughts i would love to hear are you guys going to recommend this show in the future like will you say to like i'm not going to tell my mom to check it out now that it's all wrapped up and done she missed the cultural moment i'm very happy we turned normie mike onto it like we are going to experience a journey where he's like oh my god season three is crazy (laughs) yeah i i gave my i gave mike my hbo password a week ago and he's already i believe at the end of season two so he's just been devouring it and he loves it so that's great i'm very happy i've been basically haranguing him to get him to watch it for for a long time and here we are at the here we are and he's just beginning it joe thumbs up thumbs down game of thrones thumbs up i mean fantasy is not my bag as we've talked about on this podcast before but this is one of those series that i think is well done enough and the emotion is there enough and the tension is there that anyone who enjoys good television is going to enjoy this show. Mm. Even through the ending, I think they did the best they could with the finale. Uh, so, yeah, thumbs up. I'm, I'm happy enough to see it ended. Well, look at it this way. Lost was a great show. A lot of people like that show. Not such a great ending, but people still will go back and rewatch it if they haven't seen it before. It's still a good show for the early seasons, and I think that's how Game of Thrones will live on. That is so fascinating that you say that. I was going to use, and I'll cut into the wrap up here because I'm curious what you thought, Cassie, but I'll cut in here real quick and say, uh, Jacob, I was going to use Lost as my example of what might happen to this show. You don't huh. hear anybody talk about Lost anymore. You know? Yeah, but it, I think it, was, it has a cult following. But still. it was event television. Yeah, you got rec- You got to remember, Lost was the biggest TV show on in the world. Mm-hmm. Breaking Bad was, Sopranos was too. You hear people talk about those. You hear people talk about The Office. You hear people read and you know go, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Let me tell you some ones you don't. How I Met Your Mother. Gone. Yeah. Gone, Dexter. guys. It's Dexter. Over. Gone. I mean, those were some of the biggest shows of our time too. Will Game of Thrones be like that or will it last? Actually, I don't know about How I Met Your Mother because I think that's kind of a rewatch show, similar to The Office, where you can just I throw guarantee you it on. is not. People have not turned as much on as the that. Right? Not as it much as The blows Office. My mind I still put on it. random episodes yeah. just for a, wow. a, a, a sitcom. To, All to right. Well, when we do our How I Met Your Mother episode, <laughs> I know that Jacob will be our I, guest. I, I love the comics, the early Joe. seasons oh, are the good. slaps, they, they don't really pay off when he gets a slap. Yeah. And Joe, you love the video games of How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah, dog. It's an enjoyable show to have on in the background when you're not when you're doing other things all right but the favor has curried that's what i'm saying so i would love to see like down the road people still saying you know obviously we're gonna get six months from now oh here's a feature i'd love real quick i'll I'll toss this in real fast rate the reddit this is a new feature i want to do on this show rate the reddit (laughs) if you if every every topic that we talk about has a reddit normies if you're like me you use reddit the front page of the internet to sort of get your news now game of thrones has Game of Thrones, A Song of Fire and Ice. Yes. I cannot do oh, that anagram. If you ever want to see me Westworld yeah, yeah, yeah. out, like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. say a sentence and say call and say the first letter of each. I'll be like, uh, hey, say it again. It's A-S-O-A-I-F. Perfect. And then the last I one and the most folk. interesting, Free, free folk. folk. Thank you, Joe. So you guys are familiar with these Reddits. Yes, I actually spent, a, I've, for years, I've spent a lot of time browsing a swif, especially a and free folk. Um, free now folk. That's more towards the books. A swif. A swif is the yes. books. Free folk is show watchers who don't care about spoilers and will just talk about. Th- that's where I read the leak spoilers two Ooh, weeks ago. Free folk okay. is my favorite. Yeah. See, you guys are saying that I'm talking about rate the Reddit here, and the reason I wanted to bring it up, and I think Game of Thrones is the perfect one to introduce this segment because 
doesn't it sort of kill you when a fan base gets so big it turns on itself and sort of cannonballs out? No, no, no. We like to shitpost. Well, that should be allowed in the main thing. Well, no, really, you should only be allowed to post in these sort of guidelines. You should only be able to do this. Well, we're the real fans and we'll split off this way. Like the minute you have three subreddits for a topic that I have to check and I can't feel part of the community, yeah. I think that's bad news. <laughs> a little well, bit, a little bit. I get what you're saying. I think the main Game of Thrones is a little more optimistic generally on in terms of the show. Free folk are more, not so much, um, they're fans of the show, but they don't like how it's all gone and they just kind of shit post about it yeah and asof is like no spoilers we're only books. on book yeah. four <laughs> yes <laughs> don't yeah, take gotcha. it forward yeah gotcha, but actually gotcha. i mean it goes more in depth with lore and stuff from the books that's the one i prefer the most um in my opinion shocker <laughs> but they're all good <laughs> I I've, I've, I've browsed that subreddit for for years and years um yeah but here's my take yes sir I, I agree with a lot of the criticism of this season, but the online hate is getting a little overkill. I'm so sick of listening to it. You know, it's becoming Last Jedi-esque in terms of, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want... I just... I'm over it. It is. Will you guys sign my change.org petition to end change.org? <laughs> yes, I will. Yes. That's the one Joe, petition I'll sign. You just took the words out of my mouth, Jacob. <laughs> that is the one I will ever sign in my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, guys. Get, get over it. You know, just grow up, everybody. I mean, that's the thing, Jacob, like you're saying, too. I and Cassie, you said it earlier. I'm happy Game of Thrones is over because I don't have to put up with anybody anymore. Oh, yeah, we won't have to hear about it on, on Twitter, on yeah. Reddit. I mean, it was just becoming and it's becoming such a pile on the hate on it now. And I get it, but it's like, OK, we get make it. your own damn show if you don't like it. Yeah. Make your own throne <laughs> game about it. Cassie, can I get your final thoughts? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Will Game of Thrones be remembered well? Yeah. Yeah. People like HBO. People like the shows. People start Game of Thrones. They'll get four seasons deep, and then they'll be like, oh, it doesn't end well? Oh, okay, I'll stop. And you guys think we're two months away from the subreddit <laughs> saying, well, actually, the last season was the best season. No. And everybody's sort of turning that there way. There may be One a of small the three subreddits. dissident yeah. group that thinks that, but I don't think that'll ever get mainstream, like, popularity but i will say one thing no matter how bad the writing is in the last season you can't the production value is just off the charts and you can't hold it back the music the cinematography oh the stunts the art direction the i mean it's the all gabagool. top top notch so even no if, ramon duati right that's the guy who yeah, scores oh, is there anybody great. better oh so good so john good. williams that's it right yeah. i mean he's way up there with the greats now as far i mean as yeah I'm he concerned. did uh i believe he did walking dead as well right yeah Wow. So, I mean, yeah. Great. Uh, I mean, he made the Lannister song, Reigns of Castamere. He made the melody. I mean, it's the lyrics are in the book, but he made that iconic melody now. So, And so many iconic other themes, the Stark theme, the Targaryen mm, I don't themes. know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> well, well for, for more niche people, I guess. I, a little bit, yeah. But I will say that the, the show, as we wrap up here, as we give our final thoughts is full of iconography that I do think will stand the test of time and people will be saying, oh, Lannister pays his debts and stuff like oh, that. Oh, Lannister pays his forever. debts. Valerian Steel. Uh, when Jon Snow picks up one of the Deathly Hollows. I thought that was like the coolest <laughs> moment in the series. Yeah. I think it'll become as ubiquitous. Snake killed Dumbledore. It's as ubiquitous as anything as Star Wars, as 
Marvel is now as anything. As far as fantasy, uh, we might get to the point where somebody starts saying, you know how uh, you'll see like a movie like a Dungeon Siege Tale, those old knockoffs where people are like, oh, that's like a D&D movie. You might start hearing that's like a Game of Thrones movie as fantasy. Colin, how far away do you think we are from uh, HBO's A Song of Ice and Fire, which is just a remake of Game of Thrones? 20 years. Yeah, at least. Within 20 years. But I mean, there's going to be spinoffs. There's going to be multiple spinoffs for years and years. Unless they don't do well commercially. How about this? Are we all going to get into Amazon's Lord of the Rings series next? I'm very intrigued. That's the next big fantasy thing, right? I'm extremely intrigued. And I'm also intrigued about Watchmen. So I'm not going to get rid of my HBO subscription. I'm going to keep it. But I would have anyways. Wow. The Turner family thanks you. They do. (laughs) HBO still makes quality television. This is the home box office. Thank you for (laughs) listening to our HBO podcast. Well, I'll throw it out to our gang here, guys. Um, Valor Margulis to all of you, but last final thoughts. Is there anything you just want to get off your throat or off your chest and say, God, you know, (laughs) get out of your throat. Uh, Game of Thrones this, Game of Thrones that. Uh, Again, I'm happy, Brienne. Things turned out well. I wish that they had honored her character a little better. We'll see how she does in the books. End of an era. End of an era for End of an era, guys. Let me ask you one thing. What actors do you think will become the biggest stars continuing? Post off of it. That's a great question, Jacob. Uh, We kind of said off pod your opinion, or I'm sorry, you might have actually just said it on this pod that you don't think Kit Harington's a great actor. Um, I would agree with that. I definitely don't think it's going to be him. We're seeing John Madden, his older brother, uh, sort of get some stuff. Rob Stark, who's doing like the bodyguard. There's talk he might take over from Daniel Craig. It's like, so if we can do like a pullback, sort of a deep roster, I I might say him actually. Yeah. I'm going to say whichever one gets put in the game or the uh, Star Wars movie that they're making. Well, Amelia Clark's been in Star Wars already. Mm, yeah. And Brienne's been in Star Wars already. Like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will defend Amelia Clark to the ends of the earth. I think she's a great actor. She has very expressive eyebrows. Eyebrows. <laughs> her eyebrows. Very I mean, do you expensive. guys think it's movie, movie, movie for all of them? Or do you think some of them for are Sophie like, Turner, I could yes. lead a TV show. I could do this. I wonder what Maisie Williams do, is going to do. Can I jump in and yeah. say, as a, a huge fan of this format we're doing, guys, she started a podcast. She really? said that's wow. the next thing she wanted to do oh, after it. Maisie Williams, Arya, she's two episodes Wolf in. Thing. It's fucking awesome dudes high recommendation she just has conversations with interesting people that she loves she's hooked up with rappers over in the uk she knows all the young people that she's i know she's really into like the uk rave scene yeah yeah dude wow yeah yes okay so here hot recommendation Arya stark has a podcast the pod with no name (laughs) check it out Hey everyone, Mike here. I know they said I wasn't on this episode, but guess what? It's a surprise. Actually, I'm just here because I want to let you know we had a little bit of technical difficulties uh, during the end of the recording of this episode, and we lost the last five minutes or so. So if you aren't satisfied with the ending of this episode of the podcast, you're probably like a lot of Game of Thrones fans. Uh, All jokes aside, um, Jacob, I want to shout out him. He really helped us out with editing this episode. I did not want to listen to it because I didn't want to be spoiled because I actually... Like they said at the top, started watching Game of Thrones. So thank you guys for bearing with us and the weird ending. Also, a shout out to Cassie and Joe and Colin for holding down the fort. One more thing I want to mention is that we will be taking a break next week over Memorial Day weekend. We hope you enjoy time with your families, friends, etc. Please enjoy the long weekend. Be safe. And we will be back the week after Memorial Day weekend. Catch you later, normies.
Oh, hell yeah. This is Aquaman, and if you enjoyed that episode, I'd really appreciate it if you give it a like, share, and subscribe on iTunes, and you'd really be one of my man if you share with a friend. We'll be seeing you around.